You're listening to Know, Like, and Trust by Stampede Digital Systems. As a pioneer of the Know, Like, and Trust movement, Stampede guides listeners through the marketing process with real-life examples of successful individuals. Today's show highlights a business owner who offers a valuable service, making a powerful impact on the world. With your host, Troy Campbell. Hello, listeners. We're so glad that you joined us. We always are so honored that you took the time to listen to the stories of people out there making a difference in their marketing and sales efforts. Uh, Today, we have an amazing guest on this Know, Like, and Trust podcast. As always, we find wonderful people. Her name is Ashley Oswald, and she is the founder of the Oswald Digestive Clinic. Uh, She founded it in 2016 after being frustrated to see people struggle with their gut health, while knowing that there are many ways to help them improve and often resolve their bothersome systems. She's completed seven years of schooling in nutrition science, including a year at Harvard's Brigham and Women's Hospital, and has worked in a variety of settings in the healthcare system, so has a unique big picture view of uh, where there are gaps in in the system. Um, so with her uh, her digestive clinic, she's working to fill those gaps, helping clients finally go from gut struggles to gut freedom so they can get back to living life on their own terms. Stampede Know, Like, and Trust is all about entrepreneurs like her that are out there bringing value to people, helping them get to know them, like them, and trust them. And we're so honored that she is on the show today. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Troy. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you know what? From I've had, I've had um, gut issues before, and they are painful. Oh, and so, no. about about your clinic, tell me, tell us a little bit about that, and then I then we can you can tell us if you'd like more of your story of how you got it founded. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel your pain though, because I've had gut issues too. I actually, when I was 11 years old, 11, so young, like sixth grade, had severe acne, the worst case of acne that my dermatologist had ever seen, or one of the worst. And I still remember him saying that to my mom. And so they put me on some pretty aggressive medications. And I was on and off medications for acne for about 10 years and mostly antibiotics. So as you can imagine, after that, my gut was just a mess. Um, and so uh, me getting into gut health, it really started with my own journey and healing my own gut. And I still look back and wonder if I had known what I know now, if I maybe could have avoided having to be on all those antibiotics at that time. Yeah. But uh, so that's really where my story started. And I you know, studied nutrition and um, slowly, as you mentioned, my path in working in the medical field got me to where I am, where I am now. Um, so, so, I mean, I can just think 11 year old girl with, with that severe acne and now with belly problems, you had some very, very formative challenges. Probably bought, it built a lot of character. I was just going to say, it builds character, that's for sure. Maybe that's why I have a lot of grit nowadays. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it really, um, you know, to come back to your question about our clinic, it really came down to thinking about the root causes. You know, what 
systems are out of balance in my body that's making me have these symptoms. Right. The acne. And then after that, when I had all the gut issues, you know, why all those other symptoms from everything from I ended up having a vitamin B12 deficiency, maybe because I wasn't making enough stomach acid or just breaking down foods properly. And if you don't know a vitamin B12 deficiency, that eventually could lead to irreversible brain damage. But before that point, it just can cause a lot of fatigue. So at one point in my journey, I actually had to ask my employer if I could have Fridays off just because I didn't have the energy to work five days a week. Yeah. Um, so gut health, it's just so central to a lot of things. And as Hippocrates, who's thought of to be the founder of modern medicine, has said, um, it all starts in the gut. And we're really finding that to be true as we learn more and more about it every year. Yeah. And so so as you're going, so I you can totally see where your passion comes from. And and I'm really interested in you saw that there were gaps. Can you tell us about the gaps? Yeah, definitely. I, it, to think of it as a big picture, you can think of our healthcare system in the United States as being amazing for acute care. So for car accidents, for if you have an acute infection, if, you know, something that isn't chronic, I guess. Um, but as far as the outpatient care goes, it's not necessarily set up to help people with a lot of these chronic diseases where we know that food is medicine in many cases. And often when people go into their doctor with a chronic issue, the, the food and nutrition isn't always being looked at. It's not even always covered by insurance. So let's say somebody has like acid reflux, they're not really taught about how nutrition might be impacting that, but instead they're offered a medication to try to manage that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put doctors at fault either because they don't have the training in nutrition. On average, they have less than 20 hours of schooling. So some doctors do do a lot of continuing ed and functional nutrition to learn more, but on average, they have less than 20 hours. And so what they know is using medications to help with management. And so that gap is where, you know, my clinic is filling. It's this using nutrition really as medicine. And we are very thorough in our clinic. Every new client gets a full intake form that takes them about, you know, in some cases over an hour to fill out because we want to know all their history. We want to connect the dots and we want to help them really finally get to those root causes so that they can have a personalized plan and start to actually heal and feel better. Um, a lot of times when people are diagnosed with chronic diseases, they slowly just get worse. But some of these things can be totally reversed. And sometimes people aren't even told that or told how they can do that. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I think one of the things that even from when I was um, younger, that I've seen, and probably the internet helped foster this, is just this concept that how complex our bodies are and 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 so and and then so now with the internet we see all this research coming in that this complexity can now be i don't know sort of synthesized better than if you're just having doctors go through and just learning by textbook and so these gaps can now be be more revealed well they probably always were but now people can come in like you and fill in those gaps. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I often say too, nutrition is like half art and half science. So it's knowing the science, but then also knowing the human being behind that and being able to personalize this plan that's going to work for them and being able to understand how they live their life and what their history is like to connect all those dots that help get to the root causes because um, it's really not not so black and white. Um, as you can probably know, with all these different diets you see out there, everybody claiming their diet's the best, it's, it's not black and white. Yeah. Well, I'm really interested in what you're doing because just on a personal level, my grandfather, he used to have such a bad stomach that he'd get up like at, at 3 a.m. in the morning because he couldn't sleep. It was hurting him so bad. I think he died when he was maybe 65, 68, just really young. Um, but he used to, so he couldn't sleep, so he had memorized poetry. And so it was amazing because he could just quote all this poetry. Bless his heart, it was because he couldn't sleep. And then my brother um, with celiac disease. And so I'm, I'm like, yeah, we really need more comprehensive, you know, uh, something that can look at all of the different pieces. Absolutely. And if you think about it, most doctors, they see 20, 30 people a day. They can't, they don't have the space to be looking at somebody comprehensively. And so that's really the role that we step in and we help with because you're right, being able to take that big picture, look at what all is going on. I mean, who knows what we could have done to help your grandfather with, with those gut issues if he would have had access to that. Yeah. So, so I, do you have any fun stories of people that you've been able to help? Yeah, definitely. Um, before I forget, I'll tell people on our Instagram, I've been um, trying to add to our little saved story um, symptom changes so that people can actually see the improvements that we're getting. And I just posted one, I think it was yesterday, where after just a month of working with Marcy Vast, who's our licensed nutritionist being clients, this woman went from 100 and some on a symptom questionnaire down to, I think it was 20 some or 30 after a month. Can you believe it? So I know if people don't know the symptom questionnaire, it's just a bunch of these different questions. And you're rated on a, a number scale, you know, one, two, three, four, uh, how like persistent a symptom is, how often it's occurring, how bothersome it is. And then at the end, it all gets tallied up. So it's a way for us as a clinician to track how our clients are progressing for the consult so we can see what symptoms they're still struggling with. And then also as clients get better, sometimes they forget how bad they felt. So it's a way for them to go back and reflect and say, wow, all this, all this hard work that I'm putting in is actually like paying off. Right. Yeah. So that client, I had a client who got rid of his fecal incontinence, which People don't even think like, oh, I can get rid of that. But like, could you imagine how life-changing that is? Completely, completely. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, of course, gas and bloating is the most common thing we see. And acid reflux. So there was a survey recently, I believe it was 2018, that was on 71,000 Americans. And uh, it found that 61% of people had a bothersome gut issue the week prior. 61 percent um and then the most common was acid reflux yes why is that do you think i think a variety of factors and it all just comes down to root cause too so 
So we have to think lifestyle, we think food, you know, we have a standard American diet in our country that certainly isn't helping anything. We think soil quality, micronutrient, potential micronutrient deficiencies, um, a lot of factors. And, and even like somebody's, there's a thing you mentioned your family earlier, and I was thinking this whole field of epigenetics that we're learning about, there's just this genetic predisposition to diseases, but it's amazing how this field of epigenetics is showing how we can use foods and different things to kind of change the expression of those genes. So our genes aren't our destiny. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that is just the coolest thing ever. That, that we can get, we can get a set of genes, but now we're figuring out how to get those genes to express differently and modify and react yeah. differently. Yeah, and I have a really cool story on that where my um, heart's like cardiometabolic issues run in my family, like heart metabolism, all that. And so I had a lab panel done. This might have been a couple years ago. And my one lab marker that's mostly tied to genetics was off the chart red. And all my other ones were green. They were perfect. Right. Just amazing. Yeah. And so now suddenly you knew right where to, to move things. And right, yeah. And what, and, yeah. And it's showing like, yeah, I have this maybe this runs in my family, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be my destiny because I can take control and do everything I can to help to keep myself healthy and, and prevent that. Wow. Um, so, so where in, so where in the, so you're learning through this and you have this passion. When did you get the idea to start the business? Yeah, that's a great question. It started to wind up. I was out living in California. I was working for a functional medicine practice out there. And then I actually went through a breakup. So it was a matter of, uh, do I stay in California and keep working with these doctors who I really enjoyed? Or is it time to move back to Minneapolis, which just feels like more home to me? Mm-hmm. And that was the right decision. That's where my community, more of a community feel was for me. So I moved back to Minneapolis and started my business in 2016. And is it the first time you were ever a business owner? Um, yeah, outside of my like little paper airplane business I had when I was like 10. Oh. <laughs> I to sell paper airplanes to my parents. <laughs> Love it. They, did, oh, they did not find the value in it, so I didn't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> so was that a challenge to figure out? Um, it was, because as you said, I have seven years of schooling in nutrition science with zero years of schooling in business or marketing, but I have like an entrepreneur spirit. I want to help people. I am just that type that just always sees ways to do things better. And I love embracing technology and different tools to help help people. Um, because our clinic, it's all virtual. It's all telemedicine. So we're saving people time because they don't have to drive into a medical office. Yeah. And they can spend that time with their family or cooking or, you know, implementing the nutrition plan that we create with them. Right. I love it. I that entrepreneur thing. I've, here's here's Troy's theory of gaps and and entrepreneurship. You ready for it? Ready. It's called the theory of gaps. Basically, you don't have a value is produced when you see a gap. 
So for example, a roofer, roofer doesn't have a job until he sees the hole in the roof, right? Or they're fall, the roof's falling apart. A doctor doesn't have a job until someone's sick. Um, you know, uh, the mail departments don't have a job until people need to send correspondence. There's these gaps. And I think the value of our product and service is found in how well we fill in those gaps, right? If we, I totally agree. Yep. Yeah, and that's just my theory of gaps. And, and that's where I think I see people like you that I just honor and love because you see the gaps and you say, I want to fix that gap. Yeah. And voila, you're a business. Whenever yeah. you're a business. Now, oh my goodness. Wow. It's an addiction fixing those gaps and helping people. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> yes. So, so, so now, now you, so 2016, you started building it. How's it been going? Very well. I, um, we made some huge transitions over the past year, actually. I ended up, so I, I mentioned I didn't have much marketing training. So the first year is my business. It was a lot of word of mouth. It was doctors referring, friends referring, who knew me, trusted me, liked me. So you're no like trust factor, which is awesome. But I got to a point where I was ready to, learn more about online marketing and I wanted to have a team. I wanted to have more reach and help more people and, you know, be more of a, a leader and create jobs for other really fantastic dietitians too. And I've found this new passion for marketing. I really like it. And so I ended up hiring a marketing coach to really help, help teach me how to do some of these processes, same as what you're describing, what your company does, Troy. And it was so valuable. And so we've learned a lot. And now I have Marcy Vapp, who is our, she's seeing all of our new clients. Um, she's great. Her, she has clients who have referred other family members. And um, so we're growing in that way. And I've also found this real passion for YouTube and creating videos for people and getting some free content out there. And I heard on one of your other podcasts, you're a big supporter of content marketing. And that's what I've really learn to to love too because it it goes back to know like trust you know that's a great way to get people to get to know me our business and like us and then when if and if they don't ever want to work with us that's totally fine too but um it just helps to get more reach out so we can help the people who who want our help yes yes i yeah i love it i love that you have youtube um i love the thing i love about the content marketing that you're doing and just people do but it lets us learn. It lets us figure things out. You know, we have a gut problem, and there we find Ashley, and we're the we're, and we learn from it. We say, "Oh, here is a possible solution." And so now we get to make that choice to connect or not. But but it gives people information and knowledge that they can then act on. And you know, with traditional advertising is so interruptive. You know, you you buy a magazine and and it says, "Okay." This article on Ashley's um, uh, uh, business is on page 23. And then you go try to find page 23 and there's all these ads with no page numbers. And then, then you go past it and you know, it's, it's interruptive. It is. And there's no like trust. It's, it's really amazing. So I was in Bali in March and I actually caught dengue fever when I was there. It's this virus from a mosquito. And I was down for about like, a few days, I actually had to cancel my flight back. Yes. And this is when COVID was hitting, and I got one of the last flights out of Bali. It was just 
wild. And I, if any of the viewer or listeners have ever been to Indonesia or Bali, the people are just amazing. They have such calm energy. So when I was over there, I wasn't even really afraid of COVID. Um, so then I get back to the United States. And of course, in America, people are buying out all the toilet paper from Costco. And I'm like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> um, you know, so as you can imagine, that was a shocker. And then it's like, wow, how do I pivot my business during this really wild time? And it, it, the crazy thing is, is that April has been our, our best year ever. And our almost five years in the middle of a global pandemic. And I really, I think it's that no like trust factor and mm-hmm. just getting out there and, and being a resource for the community and, and people leaned on us. Well, I love it. You know, um, I, that, that, you know, you're growing because one, you're marketing, but two, because you have value. And I just think that's beautiful. Right. And that's why I love marketing because there's people and also I hate marketing because there's people that don't have a lot of value, but they do good marketing and <laughs> services or products. And it, and we're like, what's the heck, you know, but when people like you come along and you create something extraordinary and then you can spread that and scale it. Um, then suddenly now we're talking about hundreds and thousands of people being helped. Yeah. And the team around me, like at the Marcy's great. We also have three interns helping us and it's just, it, it takes a team effort to, to do this. Yeah. Everything great is with a team. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm the solopreneurs out there. God bless you. Keep doing it. Keep being you. But I love when entrepreneurs join forces and work as teams and get things done. Um, yeah, you can really divvy up roles to people's strengths at that point, and you can do the things you're most passionate about, you know? Yeah. Well, Ashley, during our podcast, we have got to know you and like you, dare I say, love you and trust you. Thank you so much. Likewise, Troy. Thank you so much for having me. So how do our fellow gut, uh, gut sufferers get a hold of you and, and, and get connected? So we have our website, oswalddigestiveclinic.com. And if they just go there, we have all of our social media links through that. They can set up a free um, 30-minute call with Marcy if they want to see if it might be a good fit working with us. Otherwise, we have a lot of videos up on YouTube. We have an Instagram. We have a, a Facebook group where I go live every week to talk about a different topic related to gut health and um, LinkedIn. Well, it's been an honor and thank you for, you know, getting that entrepreneurial spirit and taking what you've learned in your life and blessing the rest of us. Oh, likewise, Shrey. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Know, Like, Trust by Stampede Digital Systems, a part of the Stampede Podcast Network. The questions from today's interview have been adapted and simplified from the powerful marketing tool, the Sales Site Blueprint. To learn more and get the full set of questions to start your business on the No Like Trust path, download your free sales site blueprint today from stampedeweb.com. That's stampedeweb.com. Until next time, this is Be Rich, signing out.